Good evening. Going hokey with George Bresnahan. A Wednesday night in the middle of December. We're waiting for the results from Ernesto. Uh, he went to the big city to his old doctor before he started coming to my wife to get healed of cancer and it didn't work over there. They took out his kidney, they took out his testicle. It didn't work. It, the cancer spread all over him. So he came back to us and and got steadily better. He says, the acupuncture teacher says you don't even need to go for lab results and, and uh, the reading of those results in a, a green light from a, a cancer doctor, oncologist. He said, you don't need that. Just look at him. He's eating again. He's healthy. He looks healthy. Uh, that's enough. But we're waiting with bated breath because this is our first case. Um, and we want uh, this green light, though we have a green light, don't we? He's eating again and he's, he's healthy. Um, I, I, uh, I'm excited. I want to take this to the world directly to have some people come here or we go there and heal them. And especially indirectly, uh, which would be a website, I think, videos where we uh, show acupuncturists how to do this and especially train acupuncturists how to show other acupuncturists how to do this because worldwide, I mean, if you have almost 900, 800,000 people dying of cancer each year in the United States, what does that say about the rest of the world, the total around the globe? Two million, three, four million people a year dying? We can reduce that to zero. I mean, if, if Ernesto's case is not a fluke, but, but normal. Uh, and the second case with the woman with, with breast cancer, her skin color has changed back to something healthier and more normal. And uh, the tumor in her breast has softened. So uh, anyway... We hope this is real, that this this is um, something that needs to get out there and widely practiced among the desahuciados, the ones that don't have anything left to turn to, and cancer is spreading all over their body, and the ones who were recently diagnosed as having cancer, and, and cancer is spreading all over their body. Those are the two groups we want to reach out to and and work work with and heal. So we're waiting for the the results of that lab test. But uh, yeah, I think we have a green light already. I was where was I when I, I whispered inside of myself? 
Um, everything is fine. You're good. You're enough, and the and life is enough. Say, so I see what I've done over my life. As a sensitive person, I have kind of been blown by every wind, like a straw blown by every wind. Saint Paul accusing Saint Peter of that. Well, so Saint Peter was a highly sensitive. Anita Morjani says that strong is the sensitive is the new strong that we need sensitive people as in leadership positions. Well, apparently Jesus agrees, huh? Because he chose Peter as his first uh, leader of, of his his flock. Wow. So sensitivity, yes. Well, we're coming close to, to Christmas. It's December 21. It's the shortest day of the year in the sense that, that the fewest number of hours of daylight. And then things start getting, the daylight gets longer from here. And the pagans, so to speak, the pre-Christians or other non-Christians saw it as a time to celebrate new life and that's why jesus's birthday was set by the church at december 25th just after december 21st with jesus being new life it was saint francis of assisi who started the whole nativity scene around 1200 a.d But it's funny how with Jesus we celebrate the um, the height of, of innocence on, on Christmas at Christmas time. You know, there's nothing more innocent than a baby, pure and and you know, just sort of speaking of the, the goodness of life. I saw a baby on a shoulder today and kind of sort of made on eye contact with him, I think it was. And then with Easter, Jesus takes on the worst that the world or humanity can offer, can, can, uh, can serve up. Um, a big imperialist army uh, takes him and chews him up and spits him out like so much chewing tobacco. Uh, drives nails into his feet and, and wrists and holds him up uh, for the world to see naked. Uh, birthday suit and and it didn't uh, stop him it, it killed him but it didn't uh, keep him dead uh, I guess it had to be <laughs> that uh, he had to take on all the coldness that the world 
throws at, at people sometimes in order to show the world that that, that uh, coldness was not that powerful. That the innocence of uh, the baby Jesus is actually a dominant power in the world. Ross Dalfat, if I'm saying that right, a columnist for the New York Times, wrote again. Uh, he's a converted Catholic. He has a strange take on things. But he's intelligent and he's watching. He thinks that Jesus is finally getting left behind with the, uh, with, uh, you know, Wayne Dyer and Louise Hay have passed away. But because of uh, mass communications technology, uh, they're still around. Uh, you can hear them speaking on uh, YouTube. You can turn to their books. And, and then you have a, the next generation, uh, the people who have followed in their footsteps. And of course, Deepak is that generation, that first generation. I call it first. And, <coughs> and this next generation, Joe Dispenza, Anita Morjani, Oprah. And there are others. Ross Dalfat thinks that they have uh, their spirituality is void of Jesus. Well, I, I for one was dipped many times in 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 the Catholic experience religion, theology, spirituality, Catholic, American, American Catholic. So when I go to Wayne Dyer and his, his spiritual offspring, I go with in the context of, of Jesus and, and Catholicism. I agree with him that a dose of, of Jesus or a, a context of, of Jesus is very helpful. And uh, Ross Douthat also wonders about the future of, of religion, of Catholicism and Protestantism. Uh, as some sort of uh, foundation, at least, if not uh, the people's main source of spirituality. Uh, he's, he's cynical about uh, some of these teachers, the, the messages. Um, he sees Joel Osteen as prosperity gospel, period. 
No, I, I think the essence of Joel Osteen's message is when you're tempted to say something negative, don't. Because if you if you don't, if you keep quiet and let it go, you will rise higher. So Joel Osteen is is promoting, suggesting a a life of of positivity, of uh, leaving the past behind and going forward. Uh, with a, I guess with a smile on your face, with a spring in your step, and a confidence that you are equipped. As you can see, I, I used to listen to Joel Osteen, and I appreciate his work and, and Victoria's work, his wife. Um, I stopped listening to them in part because of Donald Trump. I think that Texas... I know that Texas gave us Donald, President Donald Trump and, and that Lakewood Church, I'm guessing, contributed to that, but I don't know. Um, I wrote them a, a note. I clicked on Contact Us on their website, and, and years later I noticed that Contact Us is not available anymore. Oh, my goodness. Well, but I th am grateful to Joel and Victoria, and they have... They have contributed to American culture, and they are a part of American culture and their messages. Yes, Ross Dalfat is is has been wondering for over ten years what's going to happen to religion in America, and what's where are Americans going to get their their spiritual nourishment and it's going to work and i don't know either uh, i i am saying that the catholic church can regain its relevance to achieve much greater relevance than they have now by returning to the early church, the pre-Constantine church, when they were the Christians were the illegal aliens of the Roman Empire, that uh, our U.S. church should sell most of its assets, give the money to the victims of their priests' uh, sexual abuse, and give it to the poor, probably in the form of education through the existing Catholic schools for poor kids. And just start afresh with uh, Mass at the Masonic Temple. I think uh, it's a good place to, to start. All right, thank you. Good night.